Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. Coming up on today's Better Together. So I do this thing called self-care sabbaticals. So every three months, every quarter, I take off three to five days. And those three to five days are where I am nothing to no one. So the only time I want to hear my name is if it's followed by what drink would you like? <laughs> okay. Yes. So, so I mean, I'm not mom, I'm not wife, I'm not mentor, I'm not coach. And the reason I do it is be not because I need, you know, some amazing like yoga retreat meditation. It's because I need silence so I can hear myself. So I can hear like where I need to go because you spend so much of your life putting other people first, you know, kind of meeting other expectations, hitting their goals and doing what you're obligated to do that sometimes you lose sight of what is it that you want to do. And in those quiet moments, that's where I can really drill down and say, you know what? This was a great, like deciding to do the show. That was something decided on a self-care sabbatical. I brought the opportunity to my family. We talked about it. They all said they were on board. And then I took a sabbatical and I said, is this something I want to do? What does this mean for me? If nothing else was a factor, how would I feel and show up in the world? Does this align with what God has for me? And it was, and when I returned from that trip, I was able to say, yeah, this is something I want to do. 
I'm on a journey to get better, and I want to do it with you. And I'm not just focusing on physical health. I'm focusing on everything, emotional wellness, spirituality, finances, relationships, and so much more. Every week, it will be my personal goal to bring us, the world's leading healers, experts, and game changers, to share groundbreaking secrets and tips to getting better in all areas of life. Getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when we can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Hello, Heal Squad. It's Better Together with Maria Menunos. And as you've guessed, well, I'm not Maria Menunos. I'm Mr. Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergar, subbing in for my beautiful and talented wife, bringing you part two of our interview with the great Nicole Walters. In episode one, Nicole gives you the blueprint for how to succeed in business. And in this episode, we're going to discuss how you succeed in business, but also how you succeed as succeed as a mom. And as a wife, and how you deal with hardship, including terminal illness for one of your children. So, very important interview. Stay tuned. Because now I want to talk about parenting, because I think what you've done as a parent is, as a parent who also went on to be very successful, mm-hmm. right? So you have a, look, no one's life is perfect, and you'll be the first to admit uh, that. Not at all. Yep. You have a career, you have a husband. You have three kids that you adopted and then one with mm-hmm. a severe medical condition. So that mm-hmm. is a lot. And again, there was no giant uh, dowry to finance no, all of this. Not a penny. Right. Okay. <laughs> so this is someone who just, I, again, I love people who figured it out. So mm-hmm. take me through, are you with your husband at the time you see the th- your three daughters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I Tell mean, Tell me the it story, was, Nicole. I got to tell you, and I think that you'll appreciate this. It all stems from my personality of if I see a problem, I try to fix it. I don't walk past a piece of trash on the ground without picking it up. You know, I I believe that I am involved in this world as a member of this world, right? So because of that, when I saw my, my girls actually saw their mother, who we still talk to, we have a wonderful relationship with their biological mother, but their bio mom was panhandling with our youngest at the time who had just turned three and she was so tiny. We were coming back from uh, grabbing dinner, me and my husband date night, not even thinking about having kids, not even, you know, none of that. But we pull over just to see, because it was kind of, it was a little too late. It was like 10 o'clock in October, you know, and we live in Baltimore. It was just one of those days. So we pulled over and I was like, hey, what's going on? How can I help? You know, and, uh, you know, we gave him a dollar, but then I just couldn't get the image out of my mind that, you know, the girl seemed a little too young and she had holes in her shoes and maybe there was something more I could do. So I had my husband circle back around and uh, we, you know, pulled over, chatted with them. And she told me, the mother told me she had two more kids at home. And so I offered to, we gave him a ride home. And then I said, hey, you know, girls, do you need like a mentor? Do you just need someone to help you after school? Just kind of what can I do that makes you comfortable and sort of respects that you're also your own people? And um, they said, yeah, we'd love homework, homework help after school. So that's what I started doing. But then we found out in 30 days that the mother was going to be incarcerated. And we didn't want the girls separated. We wanted to make sure they were in good shape. We wanted to make sure they were stable. Um, So we said, well, you know what, we will take the girls in. And then, you know, when you get out in a year, we'll figure out that. (laughs) And so um, a year later, you know, the girls were calling us mom and dad and no longer Miss Nicole and Mr. Josh. And their mother agreed that it just made a lot of sense, you know, for them to stay with us. So we co-parented for a while. And then she signed over custody and said, you know, I think we're just a big family, you know, and um, now I'm mom. <laughs> and how many years now has it been since then? It's been six years, wow. six years. 
And and there were crazy. three kids in total, or was did she even have more kids? Uh, so she has older kids. Like she actually has kids that are my age, you know? So, I mean, she had our youngest when she was in, when she was, I think 48, you know? So, I mean, we've got, we got them at three, 11 and 14, and now they are nine, 18 and 22. So in five years, I've sent two to college, potty trained, kindergarten, mm-hmm. two proms, driving lessons, boyfriends. It's been life like condensed. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and your husband, uh, God bless him. God bless him is right. And he's a sweetie because you and you can see these kids are just adorable. They're like they're sweet. They're good. They're really amazing. Um, I, I first of all, like you're incredible. I love I love this line of like we're involved in this world because I am a member. Of, I'm a member of this world mm-hmm. and picking up trash as you see it. You know, I I have yeah all this stuff that when I was a civilian. Before mm-hmm. I became a samurai, yeah, <laughs> I would just I would like laugh at this. I'd be like, yeah, trash. Hey, well, I want to be we drunk. All get that awakening like, where we're like, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, wait. There's more to all of this. Yeah, and it's such a like blessing for me to step into the show because you guys just teach me so much. But I love mm-hmm. that. And then you took it further to say, hey, how do we? And I love how you you eased into this. And thank goodness she didn't fight you because sometimes someone could have. They get ego gets in the way and they say, totally. no, those are my kids or, totally. Ooh, I see a nice big fat checkbook there. Absolutely. Well, we weren't looking to replace her and I didn't have the checkbook then. When I met her, I only had $24 in my bank account and $30,000 in debt. So, I mean, I started my business simultaneously while becoming, you know, this mom, you know, and it was because I, I had to, you know, I had a kid who was going to college within two years. How was I going to pay for that? You know, I just... The things were all coming to a head. I already felt the calling of my purpose, but I also knew that I needed to generate more revenue with my time. So, I mean, it just, everything was a catalyst for each other. And their mother was, is, she's amazing. I mean, like she's been through a lot. She has a lot of struggles with addiction and you name it, but I mean, she's doing the best she can with the tools that she's been given. And yeah. if I'm a tool that gets to help her, you know, I'm grateful because she's also given me the greatest gift while doing one of the hardest things she's ever had to do in her life. You yes. know, so I just, I respect and honor no, her. And I, and I commend yeah. her to love them unconditionally. Oh, that's what to that say, is. I want them in a better place. hundred percent. And I mean, and so she's always been in their life. And, you know, what's great is for my little one who hasn't really felt as many of the impacts of the trauma of that previous life because she was, you know. When you're on the go 24 seven, like me guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. 
go three when we got her, she's looks at it as I have two mommies, you know, I have a mom and a mommy. I have two dads. I have a dad and a daddy, you know, and she's just like, I'm, I'm grateful because I have all the things, yeah, you know? Yeah. So it works. And again, it's how you look at things. Mm-hmm. You could, you, I always say there's a negative truth and a positive truth. Yes. She could look at truth. the negative truth of like my mm-hmm. mother was incarcerated and, that. and you know, yep. right. Or it's like, I have two moms. Yep. And she's like, it's great. She says it like, she's always like, uh, it's great because mommy had a hard time with it. So, and, and you're really good at being a mommy. So you can do that part. You know? And I was like, I sure can, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. like little does she know I'm not so great at it. I'm making it up as I go, but you know, until she's onto it, yeah. we just keep putting money in the therapy budget. <laughs> so, so do, did you do, did you get ahead of it and put them in therapy or did you just kind of, Oh yeah, no, I mean, that's our family probably spends a mortgage in therapy, you know, and it's just yeah. because we want them to I always understand. have a safe place to unpack things. Um, and we just take it very seriously, you know, cause you just, never know what's going to well, pop three up of them and are also all... like we're on tv i mean come on kevin well, you know what i mean TV. like no, I that's just a whole other sure. thing but yeah, i think I but, I, but also it. like the trauma of being on the streets oh like, of come course. on I mean... if we're talking about our fathers and mothers mm-hmm. who were nice and hardworking and gave us mm-hmm. a lot you know but saying maybe you can't do this you can't or you need to be mm-hmm. a lawyer like that's a high class problem compared to yeah. three kids on the street for sure so what's blessed you know, though is that my kids because of the household that they're in now where we we choose positivity, we choose to thrive in positive thinking. My kids look at it as, oh, of course, this is a, you know, this is just a fulfillment of the world that I deserve to be in. So yes, I grew up in poverty, but I was always meant to live in million dollar homes because that's what I deserve. That's what my worth is. And if I keep doing the work, that's what I will always have. And even better, I can give it to others. So they don't see it necessarily as I came from someplace bad. It's just part of their, of their story and it's no longer their story it just informs the decisions they make for the future and you you help to teach them that right 100 percent. like that's the way we speak in our home like anything that happens to us is just part of our story it doesn't dictate who we are or determine our destiny i love part of our story mm-hmm. writing that one down yeah just a chapter <laughs> that's <laughs> it no it's a, yeah it's not a bad thing or a good it's just part of our story mm. yeah and so you again i when i work with people and I'm trying to help them. I always have to look at the whole foundation. It can't just be, mm-hmm. what do you want to do in business? I have to know, listen, is mom and dad behind you? Is right. your partner behind you? That's, Are we in toxic? So you have to know, right? So so when you're dealing with um, people who come to you want to have careers, but then are also moms, mm-hmm. um, and let's say they have children today. I mean, children today mm-hmm. seem just riddled with anxieties that yes, so many we things. didn't have between the phones and what we've done mm-hmm. to them. And, and I get it, but what you found the means to, and now have the means to put them in therapy, but what, yeah. what, how do you advise say the moms and dads who don't have the means, but want to get the, get ahead of it with the kids with therapy? I mean, so one of the things that we do with our girls is our kids don't have devices. So like that is, I mean, the blessing is we got them later. So, you know, if you haven't given your kids devices, don't give them devices. So my kids don't spend time looking at screens. They go outside, they play with sticks, they garden with me. Uh, You know, we go for walks together and talk. Um, We've set up something called one-to-ones. I stole that from corporate. A one-to-one is whenever you have to talk to your boss, you know, but we do them with our kids. So my kids know that at any point in time, 
If they want to call a one-to-one, I will stop anything wherever I am in order to have that time with them. So I could be on stage with, you know, Beyonce herself. If my kids text me and say, I need a one-to-one, that mic goes down. I exit stage left and she's just going to have to figure it out because my kids need me. And then in that time, we sit there and they don't have to talk. They don't have to say anything. It just means that mom will sit there and be a presence in the room with you in that emotion. You never have to stand in it alone. And then when you're ready to talk, we can talk. Or if you never want to talk, we don't have to talk. And then we can we can exit, you know. And so it's that awareness that whatever they're feeling, they don't have to be in it by themselves, that they can just speak up and look for their safe person. It's that's the thing that I'm teaching them. And that doesn't cost a penny. No, well, do you I love the one on one thing, the one to ones, mm-hmm. excuse me. Uh, yeah, one one. In the in the mob, <laughs> they would call it a sit down. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, yeah, <laughs> that's you. the the way the mob would handle it. When I was back in the day working for this company, that was mob. Right. I'd be like, we need we need to sit down. We need like, sit down. <laughs> that's probably more aggressive. But <laughs> do, you, do what what uh, but what re- asterisks and responsibilities do you teach them to not always go for the one to one, right? Because mm-hmm. you can't always press the red button for nuclear mm-hmm. war, That's you can, right. right? So so what did you do? Did you did you balance it to say, "Hey, now Absolutely. It can't be every day like Absolutely. Know, I, I can't well, tie my shoe things, today. So let's have one to one. Yeah, one yeah. of the things that we do is we've always empowered, especially with our little one that we've had since she was 3, uh whenever she has an issue, whether it's with a family member or with a friend at school or even a teacher, we always say, you know, you can talk to us about the issue. And then after I hear about it, I I offer them. I say, "Hey, is this one that you think I need to step in on?" Or do you want to go back and see if you can sort it out yourself? I believe you're capable of doing that. I'm always here to step in for you. But if you don't want to tag me in, I think you can take this one on. And what I found was, especially from our little one from the beginning, she'll say, you know what? I think I can handle it because they just needed more perspective on like different options. So they don't feel in a corner. And so what And my kids also know, they only get one for school. There's only one time mom's going to come down to school and flip tables. Okay. So so do you want to use it? (laughs) No, I love that. No, no. Because listen, you have to do that because I think- I will do it, but but one. But right. And I, but I think we need to- let everyone know that because mm-hmm. I know many kids who will call for the one-on-one. Oh yeah. I'm not rescuing and my many children. parents who will run to their rescue yeah. so quickly. No. no. So I love that they know mm-hmm. that we have to be responsible with this. Absolutely. Okay. And then, so did, were, for other people, like did, are there, I mean, anything available on YouTube or things like that? We had someone recently, a friend of ours actually went onto YouTube and went on a deep dive with her affliction, was mm-hmm. able to get so much helpful information. Wow. In terms of like, I and and because like like, therapy, really. Well, mental health yeah. to me is just it's the thing of this century. Oh, it's such a thing, right? And it's like even what happened in Colorado and Maria. We, oh, I don't, yeah. I don't, you know, like uh, the huge tragedy to me. The discussion is mental health, like. Well, and know, the kids are young too. If you've noticed, a lot of these kids are like in their twenties, yeah, you know, and you're just yes. kind of like, you know, right? I mean, when I look back on my twenties, which <clears throat> I'll I'll claim were just a little while ago, but they weren't. Right. When I look back right. on my twenties, you know, I I realize a lot of what we believe is going on doesn't have the same intensity that leads us to action, you know? So it's one of those things where it's like, if you're able to unpack that, you can actually level set it and neutralize some emotions before the action kind of explodes. A great resource that I always advocate for is a company called Open Path Collective. Um, OpenPathCollective.org is a, a nationwide, you know, 
reputed licensed therapy organization, and they provide therapy services on a sliding scale, meaning you can get an hour of therapy even virtually for as little as $30 an hour. So um, various therapists around the world will say, hey, I'll open up a few slots in my books for new new patients that may not be able to afford it, and they can book me through Open Path. So I mean, that's a resource that I always offer to people to say, hey, you know, you can get help hopefully within your budget. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as, as far as, uh, I love that you limited the use of the devices. Yes. Oh yeah. And then how were you with, um, how did you handle homework and all that stuff where you had? So yeah. Much going so on? we have a rule in our house, which is everyone on the same floor. So my kids don't do the thing mm-hmm. where they come in the house and they run upstairs, they close the door and I don't uh, see them again until no. food. Like that's just like, no, you, you're renting my home right now until you have your own. So So nineties. Yeah, it's not a thing, right? Yeah, so no. uh, what they do is everyone's on the same floor. So they have, um, I converted my breakfast nook into two study areas. They sit there. And so while yes. I'm cooking, they can ask me questions. You know, if they're talking too long on the phone, I can say, hey, are you talking to a friend about work or is this homework? Just so I can be, yes. the, the phrase that I always use is I'm interested in my children. And being interested in them is not helicoptering. It's not um, being obsessive over them. It's just that I'm interested in everything about them. You want to change your hair? I want to know why because I love you. You know, you want to try on a new outfit. You're into new music. Great. I love that music too. You know, you want to go to a concert. Cool. I want to go to that concert also. Like, I want to know everything you like. You like YouTube. Great. I want to hear those videos. And the reason why is one, my kids tell me all the time that their friends can tell that their parents love them, but that they don't like them. And that breaks my heart, you know? So I want my kids to know that I like them too. And then also it allows me to keep tabs on what they're getting fed fed in their brains, you know? So they watch something on YouTube and they know I'm interested. I can help them unpack if it makes sense or if it doesn't make sense, you know? So there's a reason behind it, but being interested. And there's a number, there's a number three there too. And you're going to agree with me on this. Mm-hmm. especially if you are an entrepreneur, they're keeping yes. you young and hip. Yes. They're keeping it you me fresh. Yes. I but, know what's going on, you yes. know, and um, I'm not as cool as my kids. Like I like to think I'm a lot cooler than my kids think I am, but you know, it gives me an appropriate way to embarrass them on a regular basis on social too. So, you know, <laughs> you know, it's so funny. Cause when you, I binge on these HGTV shows, cause I love mm-hmm. them all so much. And, but I think the whole concept of the open kitchen you know, it's always yes. the big joke is like, we're going to yes. go for a more open concept. Like uh, literally everything. every knock show. Down walls. We just yeah. need to knock down some walls here. Yes. <laughs> it's always what it is. But I think it's about that. Everyone is con- We recently, I recently renovated our house in LA. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's one thing with Maria was like, I don't see what you mean. I'm like, no Maria, this kitchen needs to be big. It's going to be too big. It's going to be weird. I go, no Maria, you, you need to, for people to, for children to, if they all congregate and they do mm-hmm. now again, I hadn't thought it out like you. Thank you for but it's, that it's, gift it's you gave me. It's the same thing though. You want to be interested in them. You want to see what what they're and doing. And one floor, I, walk, I love that one floor. No, all we, the time. We keep I walk everybody by them here. and I'm always asking them. So what are you up to? What are you doing? What's this? Yeah. Tell me about it. What do you got going on? They're used to it. And like my kids, if you ask them, they're like, oh my gosh, let's do an impersonation of mom. Tell me more about that. <laughs> what do you think? Tell me more about that. It's mm-hmm. like everything they say, tell me more about that. I could be having a heart attack inside. I'll never forget the first time my my now 18 year old told me she got kissed by a boy. Inside, I died, right? Inside, I was like, you are an infant. How is this possible? You know? Yeah. And, and outside, I was like, really? Tell me more about that. How did that make you feel? Yeah. Really? So let's unpack why this happened. Okay, good. So what do you think would be a a next step based on your values? (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what do you do? I know, but what do you do about dating? I know that's a big one. So dating, and you'll see it on the show, we talk about it, like we date as a family is what that means. So when I say we date as a family, I don't mean it in like the creepy way, no. right? I'm like, upset. but I mean, we date as in, I just want to be involved in the conversation because I'm interested. So from the moment, it doesn't mean that I need to go with you on all the dates or I need to meet this guy from the beginning while you're still sorting it out. But the minute you're like, all right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days and I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor and it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios and then I got addicted and now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. I think I like someone, I'd love to hear about it. If you're going to gush about it to a friend, I love you and I'm interested. Tell me about it. So when you tell me, oh my gosh, I like this guy and all that. Great. We're dating. I'm excited about it. Then when it goes to the next stage, I think he's going to ask me out. Great. We're excited that we're about to get axed out. Woo. You know? <laughs> Where are we going on? We are, I love it. They must want to strangle you at some point. You <laughs> know, deep down, they want to strangle you, but I oh, love sure, it. But- I'm the same way as you, Nicole. It's the truth. But the thing about it, though, is like they want to strangle you. But on the other side, I've heard my daughter say things like I could never bring someone home that wouldn't respect you guys, you know, because I care about that. So it's the messages are in there, you know, or she was with a guy, um, her current boyfriend that she was talking to for like three months without telling me. And this is the first time she's ever done that. And she felt so bad that she was like, I feel so bad that I didn't come clean early on because I guess I was just nervous about it, you know, but she's like, she spilled everything. She was like, I just feel so bad about it. Cause that's just not how we do things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And once she told me, I was like, cool, I'm glad, you know, but she also was able to say that maybe I didn't spill because I wasn't sure yet. And what does that mean about whether or not he's the right guy for me? If I'm not comfortable telling my mom thinking that down the line, we're going to be together, then, you know, what does it mean? It's kind of like social media management. I tell my kids, if you're not comfortable with it going on a billboard that your grandmother is going to drive by every single day, mm. don't put it on social media. Amen. It's that simple. You know what I mean? So it's the same concept. Don't date someone that you're too embarrassed to tell me about from day one, because if you think you're going to get married and you're so in love, I'm going to meet him eventually. <laughs> so right. come with it. But again, there's that awareness, right? That awareness. You have yeah. to have that awareness and you're, you're instilling that in them. Is there an age that they that they can start dating? Or were you just lax about that? Like Maria's wasn't allowed, I think, till eighteen. Greek family, I, very strict. Maria's parents were immigrants. She yes. never dated until she got married. That's technically <laughs> how yes, <it> you're right, <laughs> a uh, thousand percent. So yeah, no, like my parents only ever met my husband. That was the only guy I ever dated. Only guy I've ever been That's with, it. as far as they know. So it should be. <laughs> So no, I mean, I want to keep, you know, be open, honest, and I'm aware that they have interest, you know, so it's just the conversations that we have, but um, no, we just keep it organic. You know what I mean? Like it's, if they say, Hey, we're interested in someone we'll say, so what does that mean? Tell me more, you know? And if they're like, well, I think I want to go on a date. Okay. Well, what does that mean to you? 
well, maybe it's going to do an activity. Okay, what type of activity do you think would be appropriate? And we just let them kind of talk through it, you know? So what we found was like with our middle one, um, who's 18 now, there was a guy who kept saying, I just want to come over and watch movies. And she was like, I know what that means. And I don't think I want to date this guy because I, I know what he's trying to get at. And if he doesn't want to even go play mini golf and do activities like that, then he's not really interested in me because he just wants to come over and like hook up, you know? And I was like, Hey, if that's how you feel, I respect that decision. But inside I was like, yeah, yes, yes. smart girl. <laughs> By the way, I, I, this is how pathetic I am, Nicole. I shouldn't even say that out loud that I was like, Oh, I like movies. <laughs> like I was I like, knew what you oh, were maybe. Saying, Nicole. I was like thinking, like, oh wow, yeah, because it's Oscar time. There's no, so many cool no. things on Netflix, and he did no, yes, no. Um, you yes. got to go back in time a little bit. If you yeah. were a 16 year old boy, you did not want to go over to someone's house to watch a movie. No, no, no but no. you wanted to go to the movies. You didn't have that experience. Sure, sure, sure. But sure. I, but it's that's God. That's. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, um, okay. So the, so our middle baby ends up with lymphoma. Yeah. So take me, can you take me through that? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously it was unexpected. You know, we found out five days before her 17th birthday and, um, it's crazy because their lives are, and I don't even, this is, it was in 2019. So she's just on the tail end of her remission now. And so it's still a little bit raw, but, um, we never expected They've been through so much already, I guess is the best way I can describe it, that I just never, ever anticipated that she would get dealt a card like this. And I think that what was hard for me as an entrepreneur and as a woman of faith and all that was that it just felt like, like, how could this be? You know, this is like, we're doing all the right things. Our family finally found each other. You know, we're, we're doing what we're like, how could this be, you know, I couldn't think of a person, not, no one deserves cancer, but I couldn't think of a person who deserved it the least. And, um, finally I just had to put on my hat and say, listen, uh, in the Bible, they talk about how weapons will form, but they won't prosper. And toxic positivity is only focusing on the fact that nothing bad will ever happen. But, you know, real positivity is saying bad things will happen, but I can handle it. So problems will occur, but I'm good at meeting and solving problems, you know, and not pretending like problems will never happen and everything is just positive, positive, positive. So I chose to focus on other things. You know, when I found out it was stage four and that we would, you know, be taking this journey, I said, okay, there are more cancer survivors than there are people who didn't survive. You only hear about the walks and the awareness and the things about people who didn't make it. So I refuse to let that be the narrative that I follow because it isn't statistically the truth. Then I had to hold on to the fact that, you know, if I had to spend every single dime I owned and live in a box with my baby alive and well, that's what we were going to do. If there is a solution on this planet anywhere, I will spend and do whatever required to get it. And I had the means to do it. So I was ready for that. And then after that, it was, you know, I'm shutting down this business. I have my team. They can run it. I I built it so that it can run. I'm going to be by her side. So I was sleeping by her side in the hospital bed and then hopping on a plane to fly to go film commercials in New York. And then I would turn back around and go right to her hospital bed, you know, for, for chemo or for whatever, you know, the infections are what always kind of throws things for a loop, you know? So Nicole, was there any, was there any, um, was there any guilt involved with having to go to work or were you 
sure in your brain, like, hey, this All is what's time. paying for the tree. Yeah, see, that's All what I time. see Maria suffer I from. I wish it wasn't like that, but there's just no place else that I wanted to be all the time. There were times where she would have to tell me, um, you know, it's okay, mom, like I'm fine, you know, but, and I'm trying not to, you know, but it was just so, it was hard. You know what I mean? It was hard because I just, as a mom, I always joke that it's like, you need to put your hands on them. You know, like I just, it's not enough for your kid to just call you. Even if like my 22 year old, you know, if I don't hear from her for a week, I will text her and I'm like, signs of life, breathe in my direction. I can't touch you. So you got to send me something, you know? And she'll like, you know, laugh and send me a text or FaceTime me and say, see mom, I'm physically okay. Yeah. But occasionally I'll just fly up. Cause I'm like, I just got to touch you. Like it's yeah. a mom peace thing, you yeah. know? So that was where it was hard was just, leaving her, you know, and knowing that she ever, I couldn't fight this battle for her, but I could lend my energy to her. And I just wanted to always be around to lend my energy. And, um, and that part was hard. And how did you, so just dealing with the guilt is just, how, how did you deal with it? Just by just keep working, keep, well, it wasn't about me. You know what I mean? It wasn't okay. about me. And I think that that is probably one of the things that most moms can understand that the minute that your child starts going through anything difficult, the first thing that occurs to you is if I could just take this on, I'm stronger. I'm capable. Yes. Like God give it to me, you know, I'll carry it. And um, so for me, it was really about not sitting in that guilt because it just didn't belong there. We had a fight to, you know, we had a battle we had to fight. So that's yeah. what I was focused on. Right. Your adrenaline mm -hmm. kicks in because, you know, Maria still has this. She had to do Ryan and mm -hmm. Kelly. She had a host this week. Mm -hmm. And thankfully, you know, Maria's mom, who's not speaking a lot right now, Mm -hmm. like talk about the universe talking Maria, mm -hmm. to open her eyes. It was like, go do the show. Like, yes, like go. I want you doing that show. And, mm -hmm. but, um, I know hard is, can I offer you something that you may be aware of? I but will I, take it. But I, I really, take all the things. So I, it, Maria forever said, you know, with her mom, like my mom was so good and she immigrant, she worked so hard mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. the female stereotype of an immigrant mm -hmm. Just not sacrifice. much of a say, right? Yeah. Not just not much of a voice. Work, mm -hmm. work, work. Take mm -hmm. on everybody's pain. Mm -hmm. And one of the kindest and most generous people I I'll ever meet in my life is Maria's mom, who's my mom too. And um, Maria kept saying, "God, just give me the tumor. I can handle yep. it." And guess what? Though? Yep. Maria, yep. Maria got a tumor. So that's why I'm saying you got to be careful with the what you say. Let it be yeah. me because you'll get that. And Maria mm -hmm. in therapy has realized that, and that mm -hmm. was on a journey mm -hmm. to figure out more why why women get and the these, language, and it, yeah, yes, the language. Feel and, like we have to do that. Like with like, oof. it's almost as if we don't believe that there is a world that can exist where we aren't suffering and that no one is suffering. It's that we believe that like there's suffering that we have to take it, we have to take it on ourselves, you know? And yeah. so you're right. I mean, I definitely had to shift away from thinking so much about what we were lacking in that situation and think of all the good, you know? So when an infection would go away and the fevers would, would reduce, that was a moment to celebrate. When a scan would come back and the tumors were smaller, that was something to celebrate. You just have to hold on to those wins. When there was a day where there was less pain, that was a win. Where there was a day where she was able to eat more and it looked like she put on weight, that was a win, you know? And so um, it was hard. And it was also hard running a business where I didn't share a word of it because- I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's frizzy Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. 
I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz-free, up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. I'm a big believer in you share your... Um, your scars and you don't share your scabs. So when you're out there and you are a public figure, sometimes it can be very easy to want to share that element of your life. And people believe in that they're entitled to it because boundaries don't exist in Hollywood, apparently, you know, and it's uh, that we didn't share that journey until it was over. And the reason why we did that was because I wanted to let people know that sometimes you have to get through it first so that you can actually reflect on it and offer the pieces and she's a child and she needs to be protected. She's that's child. not, that's, yeah. that's different because that's, that's her, where all our energy goes. That's her mm-hmm. business. And that's not, that's for you to decide for in, in, and that's not for anyone else. Yeah. Um, were there any, God, were there any cancer hacks you can share? You know? Yeah. You yeah. I mean, um, I know that when it comes to cancer, it's complicated to begin with. Right. Um, but one of the things that we did was we laughed a lot. And I know that doesn't feel like a typical hack, you know, like, you know, use lozenges or, you know, keep thermometers around like, yeah, there's all those things that the doctors will tell you. Um, It was a, it was a cancer in our home was a joke, right? It was something that was external that we personified as something that was visiting and not able to stay, you know, and was here for a short amount of time. And we never talked or owned cancer like it belonged in our life. So we were able to mock it. We were able to make fun of it. We were able to say, oh, you're feeling cancery today? And she's like, yeah, things hurt. And I'm like, well, once that cancer is gone, I'm telling you, I'm not making you a single sandwich because you don't have cancer in your legs, girl. So you're going to be ready to get up and go to that fridge yourself, you know, and we would, and we would, and she would laugh and I would laugh, you know, Um, we filmed little videos where she was like, hey guys, it's cancer Chrissy today I still have my eyebrows you know and I'm like yeah you do and you're looking good eyebrows are a family value you know and we would would try to laugh about the pieces that were going along with it because we didn't own cancer it didn't belong to us we didn't own it it wasn't part of our family it was a chapter in our story that would be closed and we were just waiting for the time that it was going to exit so we laughed a lot in our house I love that and you said the recovery was faster as a you know for a result of the things you did they thought she would do eight rounds. She only did four. Wow. And um, all the tumors, complete, this was stage four cancer. It was spread throughout her body. Every single tumor shrunk. And by the time she did her last scan, there was no presence of any tumors in her body whatsoever. And how long ago it was that? Miraculous. How long, hmm? how long ago was that, Nicole? Uh, that was in 2019, August. Damn. So she, um, and she finished all of her rounds within three months. We did a very aggressive form of treatment though. Like she had the option to extend it at, over time. And she said, no, I'm going to go just let's, back to back to back with my rounds. Let's get and so it she out. went at it, but she, she made that choice. And, and a lot of prayer involved too. When I tell you that was all I had sometimes, there were times where, and there are moments I haven't even, you know, I'll probably talk about it in the book someday, but yeah. there are moments where I was in the hospital and they were, she was minutes from going into the ICU because every number was crashing. And I literally was just, I couldn't do anything as a mom. So I'm praying. I'm like, God, like, this is that time I, I need you to show up. Like, I need these numbers to change. 
I need, I need, it has to change right now. Like, like I know you can do it right now. And I would see those numbers going up, you know, and changing. And the doctors would say, we can't explain it. Explain it. It's inexplicable, you know? And uh, so just like Maria's, you know, when you say her mom's here for five years, I know why she's here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's not just because of amazing science and having the money as a tool. She's also here because God wants her to be here, you know, and because you guys are surrounding her and covering her and, uh, it's just an amazing thing. And as an entrepreneur, I think that I understand this. Belief is an incredibly powerful thing. Yeah. Belief can make money. It can make families. It can heal, you know, your body. Belief is just, it's so, so much. And, uh, and you know, for our family, it's changed everything. I love that with belief. It's funny because we had a priest come here a mm-hmm. couple of days ago and started doing the prayers and the oils and things. And, mm-hmm. and, and Maria made a conscious effort to say, no, no, this is not a last rites thing. No, no, no. He's, yeah, here, no, to, no, he's no. here to give communion. And we are expecting this miracle to continue, not That's to right. get a miracle. We've, it's the miracles. And the priest, I loved it because we've had some hospice workers, very lovely people, very mm-hmm. well-intended. My hat goes off to them because of, yep. I would, that, I can't even imagine doing that job of giving people safe passage. But oh, yeah. some of them have been the, yeah, I know you guys want what's best, mm-hmm. but this is really it. And I'm like, I don't need that energy. Thank you. Like, keep that for yourself. Thank you. Know? you. So we mm-hmm. just try to manage that and say, let's not bring that in. But when the priest mm-hmm. came in and he was great, he responded, he goes, that's right. God gives us miracles every day. All the time. And Miss Leeds is going to be a miracle. And you know, all, Maria was on a FaceTime halfway across the room in her little phone and mom, who's not been that coherent in the last few days, mm-hmm. opens eyes and says, Maria, I'm here. And that's, that's right. right. It is going to be a miracle. And I'm like, oh my goodness, the power. When you see things like that, it becomes so hard to not believe that God will show up in like your business. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like if he can do stuff like that. And it's part of like, when I, my kids are a walking reminder of resilience and of the way that God shows up. And the way that if you step up and do something little, like pull over to try to solve a problem, you know, that your whole life can change. And I can't deny that good things are in store for me because look at my life. You know, minutes before I met my kids randomly, my daughters tell me about how they used to pray in bed for someone to come help them. Oh, Wow. Someone to come help them. Oh my God. Like, and they didn't even know. And then here I am, a stranger who pulls over on the street, doesn't know them and takes them home. And now within just overnight, suddenly they're living in million dollar homes and traveling on jets, you know, like yeah. it's possible for everything in your life to change the minute you start believing. Start believing. And I think that's the thing is start believing and then maintain that mm-hmm. belief. And you're going to have mm-hmm. your moments of doubt, which is in the Bible too, you know, like, mm-hmm. I mean, again, I'm not making this all, it's just... Mm-hmm. But it's in self-help books. It's in, yes. you know, yes. podcasts. Thank it's in, you. it's the same message, you know? You've got to believe. Mm-hmm. And and how how in all of this do you keep the marriage? We've got the three kids. We've got, entrep- you're being a super powerful entrepreneur, now the star of a reality series. Mm-hmm. How do we like keep the relationship alive? Therapy, right? That's part of it, you know, like, because we have to have therapy is kind of like one of our dedicated places to work on our tools as our marriage evolves, because we always say like, we're going to keep growing, right? It's just, we hope that we keep growing side by side instead of growing in a V shape away from each other, you know? So, you know, that is, is our goal 
is that, you know, we always want to keep improving and we just hope that we stay together. Um, what we always try to say is instead of, you know, toxic positivity is no matter what, we'll always be together. It'll be great. No problems. You know, that sort of thing. We're a happy, perfect couple. No, 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 no. This pandemic has tried our spirits. You know what I mean? Yes. We look at each other every day and every day that we wake up and the other partner is still there, we say, we're still choosing this, right? Yes, we are. You know, and knowing that we are choosing it allows us to offer more forgiveness, more grace, more um, care, you know, around everything that happens. Cause we recognize that neither of us has to be here. We're here cause we want to be, you know, and that is um, probably the foundation of all of it is that even if it's hard, we choose it. Right. And I like growing side by side. I always say, mm-hmm. <laughs> this joke with me, I like, um, we're on the 30 year plan. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, right. so when I, w- whether she do things, little habits that were annoying, or I did little habits that are annoying. I'm like over 30 year period, this is going to break us up. Oh yeah. So let's get on oh, the 30 yeah. year plan. If, if, if I'm leaving drawers open, got it. I'm on it. I'll start That's closing good. the drawers. Like, so I was like 30, year, 30 year plan. This really isn't fitting into the 30 year plan. (laughs) So that's cool. Well, it's also like my husband has ADD also. So it's like one of those things where I have to always remind myself, is this personality or is this something that could change? Because I have to grant grace for some of those things, because if it's personality, I have to ask myself then because I am my own autonomous person. Is that something I'm okay with? Because if I'm accepting it, I cannot keep picking at him for that, you know, because I've said I'm okay. But if it's a personality thing that I cannot change, that's when you do have to reconsider the marriage because that's who they are, you know, and you are deciding that, you Mm -hmm. know. So fortunately, a lot of the things either are personality things I love and learn to love, you know, or they're things that, um, you know, we both can work on. You just you can work on. You can live with it. Maybe you can. They can bend, not break. You can bend, not break. Right. Um, and the grass is greener, right? We always think uh, in therapy, they always tell us uh, don't don't fall in love with the fantasy because when you're in a tough spot in your marriage, you think anything else seems better. Oh, it'll be better to be by myself. It'll be better if I was with that guy or what if I was with this person? And the truth is you're drawing a fantasy because everyone has their own stuff. So even being by yourself, what would be harder for you then might be holidays, you know, or having someone who's going to watch your dogs. Or if, you know, if your husband always takes care of paying the bills, now you have to do that yourself. So make sure you're being honest in telling yourself the truth about what the other side looks like, because then it allows you to appreciate where you are a whole lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, and especially in this Instagram world, we all get my goodness and uh, you know how perfect things are. And I, I cringe when people compliment me as a husband. Hashtag goals. Yeah. Oh God. (laughs) Cause I'm like, no, if you knew, like, no, it's hard and, and, Mm -hmm. and it's not perfect. As a first time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. (laughs) Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, They keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. 
minus the sweet chili. And um, and it's 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 constantly work. Um, I think that's really good about what you're saying about is it personality or is it something that they can change? And you know, like with Maria, you know, again growing up with nothing, mm-hmm. um, she, it, money. It's she's so scared about money. I'm oh yeah, I'm weird about it too. So like. yeah, so so I know that now. So a lot of decisions mm-hmm. now I don't go to her because. Mm-hmm. She does not have that, that OCD kind of blocks her that capacity sure. from, you know, a, mm-hmm. a spend that we need to do or is wise. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I just kind of go, no, I did it. And she's gotten to a point where she's like, oh, I'm glad you didn't ask me. Cause yes. Cause I would have said no, no just yes. because. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, with my husband, we actually have money limits. So it's like, I can spend up to a certain amount and I don't need to really talk about it with him. And as we've gained in our income, that stretched. So in the very beginning, it was like $50 and we didn't have much. Then it went to, you know, 200, so on and so forth. And we both mined the same limit. So if he wants to go spend over a certain amount, he knows I probably want to hear about it. You know, odds are we're going to decide it's no big deal, but you know, let's just not go drop huge sums of money without talking to each other, you know? Um, So that's how we kind of manage the money. For me, it's actually mostly around charity. I usually don't spend money unless it's charity. So if it's like, he'll say, we have to set a philanthropy budget because I I would give it all away. Right. No, God love you. Just remember the three kids need you too. You know what I mean? So if that's the one beacon, yeah. Yeah, they're secure, but I'm going to Warren Buffett them. Like y'all aren't getting anything (laughs) for free. You better work. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how you have to do it. And then, and then when you're gone, they get it all. And then they get everything, but like like, you won't tell them that. They don't get to hear that. No, no, no. Um, (laughs) I like the, I like having a budget. I love the idea of, of money limits for couples. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that's really fabulous. Mm-hmm. Um, is it, uh, I see your husband just seeing the reality show. He reminds me of me in that he just seems very, very sweet. And he kind yeah. of like me, he'll go Way along back. to get along. And mm-hmm. I'm sure he has his moments like me where he goes, okay, oh, now sure. right, enough. So is there, uh, do you, sometimes I, I see the Maria's and the Nicole's of the world and they, they can, they can overstep because they're so used to having to be the boss. She's the boss. Oh, is the U- yeah. By the way, USA Network, Nicole's reality show, she's the boss. Mm-hmm. Uh, lovely, amazing show. You guys are going to become obsessed with it. Um, but, but sometimes, you know, it's hard because it takes the man out of the man. Mm-hmm. And that, it's a real thing. Right? Yeah. So the way we set it up is, um, and this is how it's been before we had a penny, because you'll know with Maria, like, even if Maria had nothing, that's just her personality. Do you know what I mean? So I would be the boss of the PTA if I didn't have a business. You know what I mean? I'd be the boss of the garden if that was all we had. You know, if we had a farm, I'd be saying, this is how we handle the pigs. You know, that's my personality. So uh, the way that we've set it up is, you know, I'm the gas and he's the brakes, right? So the way that we, it works is we're both C-suite. I'm CEO, he's COO. So we're both in charge. We just have our areas of excellence that we stay in and we try not to drift into each other's lane. And then he has this thing called, which is kind of funny. It's called the veto. And the veto it's that he gives, I I have a lot of room to run in our life. Like I can, you know, we've got the money limit. I can pretty much do whatever. It's not a thing, but if he puts down his foot and says, look, Nicole, this is a veto. And I recognize that you have such a strong personality that I don't want to argue about because I would lose. You know what I mean? I don't want to argue with you about it. But for me, this is the veto. I don't think it makes sense for our family. I'm not comfortable with it. It's a no. I actually just give that to him. And I give it to him just because he never uses it. You know, so if he says, absolutely not, like, I'm like, you know what? I get all the yeses. This one, if you feel that strongly about it, it's a no. 
And you, so, so let me give you the regular guy perspective on that. <laughs> what I've always said is, I just tell guys like, listen, just because I've seen just people, couples fight over the smallest things. Really and I, thing, and I yeah. just say, you know, guys, give them, you just give them their way 29 days out of the month or yeah. 364 days a yes. year. Because yeah. then it's like you, when you have your one day that you go, mm-hmm. no, mm-hmm. I'm today I'm going fishing or no, I'm buying yes. my motorcycle or no, yes. we're not doing this. Yes. I, I've seen all the power, all the power women I've known from my mother down mm-hmm. go, okay. My dad did everything for my mom. Same thing. Three to 64 days. Away. And then when mm-hmm. he was like, Kathleen, no. Mm-hmm. And she would pout or get angry, but no, that but was like, it. All right, fine, fine, yeah. fine. She'd be like, yeah. <laughs> well, like my, or my mother, cause she was hilarious. Like, I never get what I want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, mom. But, uh, but I think that's, I don't know why, but it seems like that's the represent. Yes. That seems like the formula is just is is live it let it go and then you know but you you'll have that big veto when you need it mm-hmm. but let everything else just go the way you know, let I, everything slide yeah, yeah. i think uh, unless the person is unfortunately like uh, addicted or toxic or you know then, right oh of course and i mean there's certain step things in. where it's the veto always comes into play when it's something that like i just kind of want to do like for instance the last time my husband used it was i wanted to buy a boat like I was like, I want a boat. Like we had, and like I was like, we have the money for no it. Boat. I love being on the no, water. No, no. So it was much not just a no. Please, it was a Nicole. We live in Atlanta, and we are inland. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, we are not getting a boat. We're not even near a body of water. No, and I was like, well, right. we can, and we could move. We could get a lake house. He's like, it's a no. I don't. We're not even talking. It's a hard no. no. You know. <laughs> yes, he's right. No, the maintenance involved on boating. Yeah, it's a thing. No. No, you want to have friends with boats. Which yes, you do have them. Friends with, forget friends with benefits, friends with boats. Friends with boats. Friends with boats. You get your friends with boats. You guys go on, give them some business advice. We have our reality star friend, and then we just cruise along in our big giant it. boat. Kevin, yeah. you're bringing the value, okay? No one here can say they didn't get anything of value. Get yeah. yourself a friend with a boat. Friends <laughs> yeah. with boats. If that's what you like, friends with, yeah, because I like it too, but it's too, it's mm-hmm. the maintenance involved. Well, he was like, just rent. He was like, he's we can right. just rent one for the times that we're right. down there. Like, stop it. And I was like, but it could be ours. I could leave stuff on it. And he's like, no. Stuff? What it, are you even saying? <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's funny. It's it's a new money way of looking at things. I, mm-hmm. I've gotten to learn by studying old money people who would spend on these extravagant vacations yep. once a year. Yep. And I was like, well, why wouldn't you just own your own like property, like a mm-hmm. lake house and it would crew over time and and when they would, when they did a cost analysis of all the um, upkeep, yeah, and fees and electric, it. and the, it was like it's not worth it. I want we go, it. we take our trip to Disney or wherever we go. Mm-hmm. We, yeah, we spend a lot of money, experience it, and then go. And yeah, we're out, 100%. and we're out, and we have no other headaches. And I can tell yep. you, like, we have a lot of property, and I love it because I'm a hands-on yep. guy. But Maria, it is uh, such a drain to her mentally. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and, um, and I think that, yeah, that's, again, that's probably. It's the thing. Yeah. My, um, it's one of the downsides is I'm debt free in my business and everything I do, I do with the focus on liquidity. Like I just, I'm, you know, stacking, I don't want to owe anyone anything. I want to be yeah. my own bank. And so because of that, it dry, it makes it harder for my house. Cause I'm like, there is no upkeep. Everything is, I just, there's no debt. I'm just paying for it. Yeah, we just yeah, own yeah. it. What are you even talking? It's not even work. No. It's an asset. 
Because we can sell it. And he's like, that's not how any of that works. Yes, not <laughs> no. for a boat. Not for a boat. But I love how you you look at things too. And Nicole, like, listen, I, I want to have you back. We learned about entrepreneurism. We learned about Oh, I know. Health. We can talk all day. Yeah, no. And I want to continue. And, you know, for anyone who loves Nicole, you're going to get this every week with her podcast. With yes. Oh, yeah. The Nicole Walters Walter. podcast. She's the boss of the family stuff. And then you can follow the journey online at NicoleWalters.com. Yeah, everything. And um, and yeah, we're going to we have to keep this conversation going. And, you know, you've you've moved me and taught me so much today. And uh, I'm and Kelsey's raising your hand, too. And Kelsey. Oh, Kelsey has questions. I have a question. I'm sorry, Kelsey. I didn't oh, my mean to God. Okay. Know, wait, there's a co-host situation here? Hi, Nicole. Well, I'm just like you, the voice of God over here. She's our producer. As we say in Boston, she's a producer. I want to know, Nicole, with so much going on in your life, you talk about therapies, a non-negotiable. What are your other non-negotiables when it comes to self-care? So I do this thing called self-care sabbaticals. So every three months, every quarter, I take off three to five days. And those three to five days are where I am nothing to no one. So the only time I want to hear my name is if it's followed by what drink would you like? (laughs) Okay. So, so I mean, I'm not mom, I'm not wife, I'm not mentor, I'm not coach. And the reason I do it is not because I need, you know, some amazing like yoga retreat meditation. It's because I need silence so I can hear myself. So I can hear like where I need to go because you spend so much of your life putting other people first, you know, kind of meeting other expectations, hitting their goals and doing what you're obligated to do that sometimes you lose sight of what is it that you want to do. And in those quiet moments, that's where I can really drill down and say, you know what, this was a great like deciding to do the show. That was decided on a self-care sabbatical. I brought the opportunity to my family. We talked about it. They all said they were on board. And then I took a sabbatical and I said, is this something I want to do? What does this mean for me? If nothing else was a factor, how would I feel and show up in the world? Does this align with what God has for me? And it was, and when I returned from that trip, I was able to say, yeah, this is something I want to do. But you can't do that with all the noise. Mm. You can't do that with the kids asking for stuff and the business asking yes. for things. So I just go to a resort or I go, I even get, when I was really broke, I just got a room at the Doubletree because they had free chocolate oh, chip cookies. You yeah. know, and I just yeah. stayed there for three days. Yeah. Yeah. There's an economy way to do this. We talk about it all the oh, time. Yeah. And and I will say, Maria, every time she does something like that, mm-hmm. oh my God, comes with, t- this morning, you know, because, you know, she's just, she's one of the rare days I said, stay in bed. Mm-hmm. And just even as I was leaving, she said, you know, I want to do, uh, I have an idea for a show about blank. I forget. I don't even know what it was. Perfect. Now, but it was, but she, those ideas and the breakthroughs, even more mm-hmm. than the business ideas, guys, the breakthroughs come when you have those moments of quiet. And I love that yes. idea of self-care sabbaticals. Me My too. goodness. I'm in. Yes. Well, and I like too what you said, Nicole, because it's like the breakthroughs come, but also you're able to take time to reflect Am I doing what I really want to be doing? It seems like it is, but there's so much going on that I can't really reflect on it. So I love that. Well, and also celebrate, right? Like I think every, Kelsey, I know you're probably like this too. All of us, we don't take enough time to enjoy the moment we're in and be present. We're so by nature and it's enjoyable onto the next thing, right? Or juggling a million things or what's my next great idea. So it was during those sabbaticals that I also get to give thanks. And, you know, as a God girl, just really just say, thank you, God. Like I am in a different place today than I was yesterday. And I was carried there by your work and showing up with the efforts to meet that work. And I just wanted to say, thank you. You 
know, and taking that moment to give that gratitude helps fuel the next steps to come. So, I mean, if you're just moving, 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 that's part of why people arrive at new opportunities and they're like, I don't even deserve this. How did I get here? It's because you didn't reflect on all the work you did, you know, to earn it. So it's just critically important. It's part of that time. Oh, you're moving too fast. You don't even see it. Don't even see it. You know, you miss it. You don't see those three kids on the side of the road. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. Wow. You're amazing. Yeah, right? You're amazing. You guys are my favorites. This is a best friend party. I appreciate everyone else got to listen. However, (laughs) these are my new best friends and they can't get rid of me. Yeah, no. no, We're going to Hershey. I'm so excited. I'm coming. Yeah, and then now wait till we get off here and I start rattling your cage about your career. But that's a whole other thing. Can you imagine if people saw on social afterwards, they're like, yeah, so it's just like, you know, a couple months later, I saw a photo of all of them at Hershey Park wearing like little Hershey Kiss hats. Yes. Like, it's all came together. No, we have to. Full circle. I'm dying to go. No, Maria's going to be like a six-year-old running through that place. Oh, yeah. Oh, Uh, I mean, we could not be together. We would be a full disaster. You would be exhausted. (laughs) By the way, have the kids gone? Have the three of them gone? No, the kid. Oh, no, the kids have been to Chocolate World, which is like their chocolate factory. Chocolate World? Yes. I hate my life. I want to go to Chocolate (laughs) World. Kelsey, why can't I go to Chocolate World? You can go. Take your sabbatical you're there. A I need my. No, you're right. You're right. Right. One more vaccine. I'm going to Chocolate World. That's right. That's right. I know. Same here. I'm counting down. That's it. I have the first one. Waiting for the second one. And then boom. Okay. All boom. right, Nicole. This conversation will continue. Thank you so much, and yes. God bless. Well, I have a new best friend. I was just. <laughs> I said it in the first one, and I'll say it again. Just a couple of besties. God. She's amazing. It's just when you connect like-minded people. Yeah. And I, I say that if uh, you're attracting a lot of dark people um, in your life that are toxic and negative and, you know, either it's because you're so positive and they want to suck your energy, try to, you know, be aware of it and pivot. Um, but uh, but I think on this show, we just, the reason I I feel like I have instant friendships with so many 100%. people because I think we vibrate. Yeah. We're very similar. And for, for Nicole, I, I'm just, I just always marvel at people who are able to make it out of, make it out of such humble situations yeah. and do what they do. And it's uh, it's such a testament to the human spirit and what's possible for all of us. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, sometimes when we have means and privilege, you know, we, we lose that hunger or that drive or that resourcefulness or that like, hey, I got to figure it out. I'm cornered here. And I think that's the challenge, you know, for anyone who's blessed to be of means. Yeah. You know, how do you keep, how do you keep that? Or how do you have that humility or hunger mm-hmm. or drive mm-hmm. or just figure it out rather than just write a check? Yeah. And uh, anyway, she, she, I just learned so much about, uh, about business, even and about parenting. Well, I love I loved all the know? like depths we went to with her. Right, it's like we cried, we laughed, we you yeah. know, it's like she's just she's special. She's yeah, and and very evolved. And I liked how she kept saying <laughs> when you were saying your generation is like this. She was like, "Knock that shit off." Yeah, we are cut from the same cloth, which you are, which yeah. is why you. Well, guys... I think she thought we were from the same generation, but I was doing the math. That's because she's thirty-seven years like old. She's you know, she, like, she's thirty-five, I think. 35. Well, you well, she said like she was you're... seven years older than her younger sister, and the younger sister was With 30. thirty. You're so right. I was just, you're right. I was just doing that. But I mean, point still stands. Mm-hmm. Like-minded. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She's still, well, she, she like me agrees that it still requires hard work. 
Oh yeah, that was yeah. To get there, yeah. you know, I still don't know an easy way to do it. Yeah. Um, but uh, but I love, but again, more evolved. So mm-hmm. again, it's like the old and new, where the best can come together is knowing you're going to work hard, knowing there are going to be people that going to prevent you from getting to your goals and building up the resilience to do it. But with the mindfulness of the new generation, which is like, you know, I can tell she's like, I don't need 200 million. I'll take 10 million and give away 190, you know, and we don't need any more than that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You can Mm -hmm. see, and it's wonderful. And I, 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 agree with that yeah. you know and i know people make fun of me for that but whatever no I, the I older think, i get the more ra- the more right i feel i am agreed and i think she's just like an all like all around such a wholesome person i mean how many incredible tips did we we could have thrown her anything I mean, any topic and subject and she had not like just regular we've heard that tips but incredible tips that were like Oh shit. Okay, you, I'm going to implement that and well, when they're labeled the way they are, they're well thought out. Yes. When you get these like yes. phrases that you literally could print and put on a fortune yes. cookie, you yeah. know, okay. Yeah. She's done some mm-hmm. some trial and error here. Like I'm taking a self-care sabbatical, you're taking a self-care sabbatical. Well, you know, the carny vacation is the self-care yes. sabbatical. But but hers I think is um again, it's more mindful. Yeah. See, this is where as a regular guy I did not, I always lacked that awareness. I had the instinct to say, hey, I'm shutting it down for two days. I'm ordering my pizza, I'm watching Sports Center, and I'm not answering that phone. Mm -hmm. But it was never with the the intention of, this is going to make me better to block all this out. And this is why I love these, the people who will come on this show that are more evolved. Mm -hmm. um, And they can, you know, help the shit birds like me. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Anyway, this was wonderful. And I think we definitely made a new friend. And when all this passes... Uh, we're make, going to Hershey's Park. We are so going to we're Hershey's so Park. We're so going to Hershey's so Park. So <laughs> going. They say it's like paradise. Well, I can't wait. I love chocolate. Yeah, we have to fix your tummy so you can enjoy yeah. yourself. Yeah, we're going to. We're okay. going to. It's all yeah, going to get are. there. But until then, what? Until then, you guys, be nice people, make good choices, and are you ready for this? <laughs> be pleasant. With Winchenza. Winchenza. Oh my God! So anyway, little update just for the the long Italian goodbye. Vincenza got a new haircut, but also she is completely bonded with Auntie Kelsey, um, and Cute. they are just together. Two peas in a pod. It's so wonderful to discover that too. To watch you know someone who's new to little dogs and to really see the oh, magic yeah. and the beauty of it. It's crazy. I keep saying this to get like I grew up with dogs, you guys, but I always had big dogs. And there's just they're different. A, they're the big buddies, yes. and they're you know, and the, you lay on them. But these little baby, oh, see, she won't even at, get. Yeah, it. no, she wraps her <laughs> arms around you, and she's like, "I'm good. That's yeah. it. Nope, keep me yeah. here where I'm safe." Yeah. Anyway, guys. Anyways, let's keep getting better together. Hey, Hill Squad, we have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. 
So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much, and we love doing this thing called life with you.